and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks the answer to the question of what are we even doing here <laughs> from a biblical perspective. This is in our own lives and the world. My name is Daryl and I'm here with my wife, Karen, and we are part of the Christian podcast community. You can hear all the podcasts at Christian Podcast at ChristianPodcastCommunity.com. O-R-G, and that was a giant sneeze, and may I be the first and only to say God bless you, <laughs> unless they said it, said it out there in oh. podcast hearing land. But anyway, we're also here with Baby, and I'm standing up holding Baby, because he wasn't cooperating with us, so sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, and you might hear him snorting to the mic, he might grab the mic a few times, but that's what babies do. Right, buddy? Anyway, Karen, I'm going to sneeze again. Karen's got sneeze and sniffles. But what are we even doing here today, Karen? <laughs> we are eating cupcakes. Yes. And I put wow butter on my cupcake. Wow butter? Wow butter, because we can't have peanut butter because somebody is allergic. So, the wow butter is good, though. If you're looking for a peanut butter substitute... I recommend wow butter. <laughs> People are like, why do you need a peanut butter substitute? If Like, you know, our daughter's allergic to peanuts. And um, I'm like, it's not for her. It's for us. <laughs> Mainly because <laughs> we miss peanut butter. She doesn't know what she's missing. Mm-mm. We miss peanut butter. Yes. As sad as that sounds. But that was that was pretty much my number one food group. Yeah, I liked it a lot, too. We used to melt it and yeah. pour it on our ice cream sundaes. Go through jars of Jif like they're nothing. <laughs> used to put but it on uh, graham crackers. Payday was my favorite candy bar. Snickers? Payday was my favorite candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, Snickers, Snickers was good, too. too. Snickers used to be my favorite. And then I went to Baby Ruth. Then I went to Payday. So I think just Payday is pretty much a pile of nuts just glued together with caramel Car- yeah like that caramel <laughs> just said that's funny caramel maybe there's a caramel a payday caramel. substitute with caramel like soy <laughs> just glued together can soy nuts <laughs> can i get a soy nut bar yeah well that's what's basically in the crunchy wow butter oh yeah so we found crunchy wow butter at was that foley's or acme yeah the foley's i was like i'll oh, get that foley i used to love bag. crunchy peanut butter it's really not as good <laughs> It's not, the crunchy's not good. No. Yeah. It smooth's good, though. It tastes like there's grape nuts in it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but this wow butter, I mean, peanut butter in general is not really healthy. People think it's like a healthy snack, but there's so much sugar in it, and I mean, unless you get some of that special made peanut like butter. That's some peanut stru- butter. Yeah, like, I don't know which store. My mom used to get the natural, that you, that there was mach- <laughs> There was a machine at the food store that they actually like crushed it yourself, and you had to like it all always separated the oil from the so you had to always mix it up before you used it. Mm. But anyway, the peanut butter they sell now, like Jif, and well, not that they didn't sell that before, but the peanut butter that you get is so loaded with sugar, and I think that's why kids like it so much, and why we like it so much. Well, Karen. So anyway. Is this not, episode this about episode peanut butter? It's not about peanut butter or food allergies, but 
Food allergies, I believe, are a result of a fall. <laughs> They're a result of our sin. We, you know what? We should have a podcast with Anthony about food allergies. We should. I'm sure Anthony Silvestro. We had like a a small combo with him after the that last conference. Um, and uh, I'm reading through yeah. Anthony Silvestro's book that he co-authored with Jonathan Eckel. On the Origin of Kinds by Means of the Creator God and the preserva- Preservation of Souls in the Struggle, struggle for <laughs> struggle. Eternity. He has his long title, but it's because of uh, the title of uh, Darwin's book. So it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. a little bit of creation science, That's presuppositional it. apologetics. I'm reading it now. Once I'm done, you, you, you can read through it, and then we'll have Dr. Anthony Silvestro on the show. But yeah, we were talking to him about... like. Another controversial topic, vaccines. Yeah. Lots of things. I was like, oh my goodness. But Karen. The best part of that book, though, I have to side note, is the picture on the back. Yes, <laughs> the picture on the back. We won't tell you what it is. When, when um, we do the episode like with him, that, we'll, yeah. that'll be the, uh, the image. I'll see if he, can, if he can send us the file. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, oh, you know, vaccines come to prevent disease, and disease is a product of the fall. True. It's a product of sin. So today we're going to do another, our second episode on the Heidelberg Catechism, and this is Lord's Day 2, and it's part one, which is misery. So it's, the catechism, I think we spoke briefly before, is part one is misery, uh, part two is deliverance, and there's different sections of that, and then part three is gratitude. So this is misery, and basically the misery is is our condition. We're in... <coughs> basically a miserable state because of our sin and we see that in the world we see just recently over this weekend as we're recording two um, mass shootings happened and many you know will say oh we have to ban the guns and you know get have stricter gun laws but it's a heart condition it's a sin condition so this is our, our misery so things like this will continue to happen until the human heart is taken from a heart of stone and given a heart of flesh to repent and believe the good news of Jesus yeah, Christ. A, our pastor talked about that this morning a little. And it's true, like everyone's fighting over the solution, but mm-hmm. the solution is not what they want to hear. Right. It's a heart issue. So let's, let's go through. There's two questions on Lord's Day 2. Uh, no, yeah, there are. Yeah, two questions on Lord's Day too, and it's broken up in question three and question four because the whole thing, uh, actually, question three, question four, question mm-hmm. five, um, the whole catechism, each day, each Lord's Day, there's fifty-two in a year, so there's fifty-two Lord's Day, uh, like sections of questions, and then there's you know maybe two, three, or four questions within each Lord's Day, but they go in in order, so. Would you like to ask me the question? I will ask you the question. Question three. (laughs) So, question three. How do you come to know your misery? Answer. The law of God tells me. So the the scripture references there is Romans 3.20. Romans 3.20 says, For no human being will be justified in his sight. By deeds prescribed by the law, for through the law comes knowledge of sin. So again, through the law comes the knowledge of sin. And then also Romans 7, 
verses 7 to 25, a little bit longer here. But then should we say that the law is sin? By no means. Yet if it had not been for the law, I would not have known my sin. I would not have known what it is to covet if the law had not said, you shall not covet. But sin seizing an opportunity in the commandment produced in me all kinds of covetedness. Mm. Apart from the law, apart from the law, sin lies dead. I was once alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin revived, and I died. And the very commandment that produced that promised life proved to be death for me. For sin seizing an opportunity in the commandment deceived me, and through it killed me. So the law is holy, and the commandment is holy and just and good. Did what is good then bring death to me? By no means. It was sin working death in me through what is good, in order that sin might be shown to be sin, and through the commandment might become sinful beyond measure. So basically, you know, these two verses in Romans is saying the law shows us our misery, shows us our sin. So it's like a mirror. It's like looking into the mirror. So question four. Oh, sorry. Ready for question four. Yeah. What does God's law require of us? Answer. Christ teaches us this in summary in Matthew 22, verses 37 to 40. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So basically God requires of us. It still requires the law of loving God and loving neighbor. And it's, it's summed up in those two commandments. So that's just a summary of all of the law. All the laws God has given us is to first love him. And we see that in the, in the Ten Commandments. The first four is all about loving God. And then the, the last six are about loving neighbor. So it's summed up in those two. And we can never love God or our neighbor perfectly. Right. We can never, <clears throat> we can never do that perfectly. Well, let's see. Question five here. Read question five. (laughs) (laughs) Read it. Question five asks, can you live up to all this perfectly? Answer, no. (laughs) So it knew that generally after reading question four, you're going to be like, hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe question you... four, and you'd be like, oh man, then what, what? I can never do that. Yeah, I can never do that. And then question five, can you live up to his law perfectly? Answer, no. I have a natural tendency to hate God and my neighbor. And that's where Lord's Day 2 ends. <laughs> <laughs> so Lord's Day 2 just reminded us that we're miserable and we can't love God or a neighbor perfectly. And we have natural tendencies to hate. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's scripture references there for that as well. Um, so in Romans 3, verse 20, it says, For no human being will be justified in the sight by deeds prescribed by the law, for through the law comes knowledge of sin, since all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So all have sinned. None of us can keep the law perfectly. And that's why as, as it goes on and we get into deliverance, which is the, after the next Lord's Day, it will be into deliverance, the deliverance section. That's where we start to see 
the hope. But I love that it, the catechism is laid out this way because you, you see that misery first, that, that sin. So that's where the gospel starts. You know, a lot of people will start with, you know, Jesus loves you, has a wonderful plan for your life. Mm. But that's not a good place to start with the gospel because we have to be brought to the reality of our sin in order to know that we need to repent and put our trust in Christ. Right. We need to know what we're saved from because a lot of people will preach, you know, Jesus died to save you. Okay, well, what does that mean? And they just leave you there. Well, it's to save you from the just wrath of God. You know, the wrath of God abides on the unbeliever. But those who believe, Jesus died for those who believe. And the love of God, he adopts you as a son. And he treats you as his own son. As, the, as, you, as if you were righteous because you have been imputed with the righteousness of Christ. So his righteousness, Jesus' perfect life and obedience is, is accounted into your account. So Jesus did love God with all his heart, soul, mind, and strength, and he loved his neighbor as himself. Jesus is the only one to fulfill the law. So he's the only one we can trust in for our salvation. To save us from the wrath of God, because we never loved God perfectly. We never loved neighbor perfectly. So his just wrath, and we sin against him first and foremost, so his just wrath should be upon us, and we should be sent to an eternity in hell and damnation. But thanks be to God that he doesn't leave us there. He grants us repentance, gives us a new heart to believe. And that's when we were born again to believe in Jesus Christ. And then we are in Christ, we are adopted, we are new creations. And that's the good news. So, yes, we are in our misery, and we should understand that first before we can ever clearly understand what the good news is. Yeah, and that's how I, I was taught before I was saved, that God just loves everybody, and we're all just going to go to heaven and be happy. So it doesn't matter what you do. So really it wasn't until I was confronted with that sin that my mind started changing. That's mm-hmm. no, true. It's, it has to be that that we we need to change and we see you know and and it could be a slow progress of of seeing your full misery you know how sinful we truly are and we can be and even we're not even as sinful as we could be sometimes because god's grace Mm. keeps us from that and even now like god's grace will keep us from certain sins and sometimes we will fall into them still as believers (laughs) <laughs> uh, but it's all it's all his grace he has a lot to say tonight. but that's why we continue to pray for others others eyes to be open that God opens their eyes grants repentance especially with what's going on in the world with these mass shootings you know but through that God will be glorified right you know through all this misery God will in the end be glorified and he's not the author of this evil. But right. he will he, use it for, for mm-hmm. his good. Right. He will use all things for his good. That's hard to understand, but... Especially since he's sovereign over everything, and nothing right. happens outside of How his... How could God allow this to happen? Right. we got to understand that we're sinful creatures. We're, we're made from the dust, and we rebel against him. You know, the wind and the waves obey him, but mm-hmm. us, <laughs> we're yeah. like, continually reject him. Like we do. We, we hate... We hate God, and we hate our neighbor Mm -hmm. (laughs) we love ourselves and that's why like sometimes when people say you really gotta just learn to love yourself 
Wait, let's. That's that's not. Yeah, you know what? When I was first saved, I I thought that I thought that's what that passage was about. And I think when I used to have another blog, um, I think I wrote like an now article. You have a dog like, with a blog. You can't. Yeah, a dog with a blog. You can't. You can't love your neighbor as yourself until you love yourself first. But that's not what that no. passage We're really means. We're pretty good at loving ourselves. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. We're probably it, the best. It's first that. nature. That's, that's our sinful nature is pride. Pride yeah. is love of self. Not that you're supposed to hate yourself, but you're supposed to... I just to... treated myself to a cupcake. Right. But, that's yeah. not love. I don't know. To what? <laughs> Treat yourself <laughs> to a cupcake. A cupcake. <laughs> I love myself enough to allow myself to have a cupcake. But yeah, that's like... Those kind of things that annoy me. I'm like, I don't. we don't need to learn to love... No one needs to teach us that. Just look at a a, a toddler, <laughs> or even a baby. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You want to see sinful nature and have a baby? <laughs> watch we just grow. handed him that. We're trying to like. Every time we do the podcast, we try to like give him snacks. <laughs> Be like, here, have this snack. He literally just took it and threw it. <laughs> He's like, I don't want this snack. Although I would be quiet for a snack, but anyway, but yeah, we are born, <laughs> we are born selfish and sinful and mm-hmm. hateful. Born in sin. So, I, born, and people say in... like, oh, you know, people are taught to be that way. They're taught to be sinful. And I think, you know. We start out that way, and we have to be taught to, to love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's always funny, like, cause you have to teach your kids to share, right? You, yeah. you, we're not born knowing how to share. Like, we just don't. Like, we're not born as a blank slate. You know, the tabula yeah. rasa. I think it's Pelagius. I could be wrong, but he was the one that would teach that we're born with the blank slate. But that's no. We're born in Adam. The Bible says we're born in Adam. That's why we have to be made alive in Christ, the second Adam. You know, every time you say "made alive," <laughs> my brain goes, "Bing, Bing, Bing, Bing." ding. Cool. What was I gonna say? There's that new parenting style. Well, it's not new anymore. But when Rue was little, I guess instead of sharing, you actually shouldn't teach your kids to necessarily share because if it is their toy they should be allowed to not share it because it's their property okay well <laughs> i mean you should, we shouldn't that's weird that because now like you it's would think it has to be style. everybody's property <laughs> right yeah. the whole community Wouldn't should that share that the toy. other baby yeah the other if, baby <laughs> what are you, who are you to say that's not my toy yeah. Do I identify as a sharer? Yeah. <laughs> or do I? <laughs> or how about, is where is it? Is it New Zealand or Iceland? That now they are forcing, um, not forcing, but they they make the male children play only with the female toys. That's cool. That's cool. And vice versa. Like So they're trying to like make sure that they play with the gender of toy that's opposite them so that 
See, it's misery. <laughs> it's, it's the result of sin. It's well, rejection. I know what we can do. Right, it's a rejection of God. Only the boys can play with dolls. He made us. I mean, boys like to play with dolls anyway. It's like yeah. I mean, GI Joes—they're basically dolls, I, and they have little action, little action figures. Yeah. So that like that doesn't matter, but you shouldn't be forced to. Oh, they must do Just this. Let them now. choose. Yeah. <laughs> they must do this. <laughs> but at the same time, we should still be raising boys as to be men and well, that's not girls a to be yeah, women. Time, How did we get to this? Time? I know. No, we're wandering we're... to and fro. <laughs> we're wandering to and fro. Yeah, this was supposed to be our short episode. Yeah. But we're wrapping it up. We'll wrap it up. We'll, we'll, we did the third. Yeah. Play a commercial and then come back. And yeah, let's play a commercial. Yeah, we'll play a commercial right now. The good news is Striving for Eternity would love to come to your church to spend two days with your folks teaching them biblical hermeneutics. That's right, the art and science of interpreting scripture. The bad news is somebody attending might be really upset to discover Jeremiah 29.11 should not be their life verse. To learn more, go to strivingforeternity.org to host a Bible interpretation made easy seminar in your area. And we're back. And we're back to the future. So, Karen, I think we mentioned it on our last episode when we had James D. White from the Everyday Ministry yes. Podcast that it's been about a year, a year's worth of podcasts. So th- this one, I think, is our 52nd, if we put this one before the, the next one we do, because we, we're trying to record two tonight, but I don't know if we're going to. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, but... Yeah, so write to us on our Facebook page if you have Facebook. Message us and let us know first if you have any suggestions for topics for the future. And also let us know what was your favorite episode that we've done so far. Because that would encourage us to keep going. Or you can do nothing and then we'll, we'll stop the podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> we won't do that. Uh, but we, we, you know, we want to do this to encourage believers. Uh, you know, and like people have described us, we're just basically sitting around a table talking about <laughs> theology and things that are going on in the world. And you hear baby noises, you hear dogs, you hear kids. Uh, some people like that, some people don't. Probably turn us off, stop listening. But yeah, but I, I actually I can like see how it could be distracting. But we decided that that would just be how it is because mm-hmm. just kind of invite like, you into our home. Yeah, and that's what goes on because you know we get together with. Christians a lot, obviously, as I'm sure you do too, and that's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of us has to pace the floor with the baby, and one of us has to keep an eye on the dog, and that's just how families are. Mm-hmm. I like podcasts like that, though, where you, you like feel yeah. like, even even when they have some inside perfect. jokes, or they tell something like a story about, and like something yeah. that only those hosts had been yeah. through, it's still like... All right, I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but it's still pretty cool. You're kind of letting us into your lives. Right. So I kind of like that. Like, apo- like Apologia is kind of like that when they yeah. do the podcast. Or uh, I listen to Doctrine and Devotion. And, she uh, and Lozen's are very Yeah, they, they silly. do that too. Yeah. It's like a lot of banter and a lot of laughing, and I like that. Mm-hmm. And they say like a lot of people get annoyed with that too, but I like that part. Right. And I love the uh, the intro where they try to put the she in something. <laughs> it's getting pretty difficult. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you you should do everything with excellence. Yeah. 
So I just think it's going to be a progressive thing. Like we can use media to share the gospel and all this stuff. Karen, are you progressive? Is that what you said? And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but hopefully, you know, we'll get better as we go. Yeah. But if, <laughs> oh, if you want to help us get better and maybe help the podcast sound better, you can always donate to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash what are we yep, even doing here? Yeah, and you can you know it doesn't have to be a, a lot, you know, just whatever you have. Cup and just sow the seed and uh, <laughs> you just support our coffee habit. Yeah. We do not go us. to Starbucks because that's for um wealthy people. But Yeah. We're Duncans. We do. There is a Duncan <laughs> on the corner. So you can send us Duncan uh, gift cards now. <laughs> you can send them. <laughs> no, we, we make a lot of coffee at home. This podcast runs on Duncan. You know, I always get... This podcast runs on Folgers. It's true. Folgers crystals. I wonder how many podcasts, episodes, we've talked about coffee. Folgers in your I think we sang that song. <laughs> Wait, remember Brim? Fill it to the room with Brim. No. No? No. We should no, have a thing where we bring up an old commercial yeah. and say, let's, oh, who remembers this? Let's wrap this up. Do you remember <laughs> oh, no. the Bradley's commercial when they used to put the Bradley's letters in the pan, in the frying pan? If anybody remembers that, please <laughs> Message let me us. know. <laughs> I need to know because I've asked this question to so many people, but I haven't thought to look it up on YouTube. If I find it, I'll... Or was it... No, I'm pretty sure it was Bradley's. Do you even remember the store Bradley's? I remember the store Bradley's, not the commercial, though. They put the letters in there. But anyway, we're going to wrap up. Let's check us out Frying on all pan. the apps where you can find podcasts. And definitely go to the ChristianPodcastCommunity.org and listen to all the podcasts on that website. And think about how you come to know your misery this week. Yes. You know. And start reading a catechism. Just be walking around happy-go-lucky and then like, oh man. You're so miserable. I'm so miserable. Well, we're getting to that Lord's Day where we can be delivered from our misery. Oh, okay, good. So until that time, Karen, take us home. <laughs> Alright, well in the meantime, we pray that you will seek the kingdom of God and continue to learn. What we are even doing here. Grace and peace. Yeah.